Hello, welcome to the Women in Faith podcast. I'm Stephanie Schwartz, the host of Women in Faith, and we're here to help women trust and obey God by knowing and applying His Word. I have my friends Sherry Altman and Sharon Canavo here with me today. Sherry, can you tell us a couple things about yourself? Sure, yes. Um, Well, let's see. I actually am an empty nester for the first time. We have twin daughters who are attending college as freshmen. Um, We do have a special needs 30-year-old adult son, so sometimes, you know, I'm putting out fires for him. But for the most part, um, my husband and I are just moving on. Um, I've lived in Orange County most of my adult life, but I did attend Moody Bible Institute in Chicago and got a a diploma in Bible theology. Mm -hmm. And then I received my psychology degree from Azusa Pacific University. And my husband and I worked for over 20 years with young moms and their preschoolers in our business for um, children's physical education. Great. And Sharon? Well, I'm married to Mario, my precious husband, and I have three grown kids, so I am also an empty nester like Sherry, and um, and like Stephanie, um, and uh, they're off doing their own thing, super fun. Um, I, my husband and I, many years ago, about 25 years ago, founded a little school by the name of Cornerstone Community School. It was hybrid, part homeschooling um, and part in the classroom. And uh, it was an absolutely amazing journey. We loved it. When I retired from that 20 years down the road, I got my certification from ACBC uh, in counseling, and I am now counseling here at at Compass. Yeah, both you, Sharon, and Sherry both help out so much here with our women's ministry at Compass. So I'm so glad to have you both here with me as we really explore the topic of anxiety. We're going to look at and talk about anxiety for five different sessions. So this is the first of our five sessions. Um, I know that you guys have never experienced anxiety, yeah. but... <laughs> at least not in the last yeah. 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> but the problem Are is... Are you kidding? <laughs> Just doing this Jesus podcast. told his disciples, you are not to be anxious mm-hmm. about your life. True. So that creates a terrible mm-hmm. tension for yes, us who want to love and follow and obey Jesus because we live in a world where we are bombarded with anxiety mm, and yet we're called not to be anxious. So yeah. this time, I think we want to carve out this time to look at anxiety that's due to just a general lack of trust in mm-hmm. God. Uh, one of our favorite verses here is Isaiah 26, 3, which says, you keep him in perfect peace whose mind mm-hmm. is stayed on you because he trusts mm-hmm. in you. So good. We have to learn mm-hmm. to trust God. So for our ladies that are out there listening, when they're saying, great, how, how do I do that? How do I learn to trust God? Where do I start? Mm-hmm. What do I start with? What would you guys suggest? Where do we start? And I think we really need to focus on really understanding who God says True. he is. Yeah. Right? And where I do agree. we get that? We get it from the Bible. It's the yeah. mind of God on paper. Yes. Absolutely. If we don't know the mind of God, then um, we're at a disadvantage already. Yeah. I mean, it's primary. I mean, we are a people who have a God that wrote mm-hmm. his instructions down for us. It's amazing who he is, what he's done, how he loves us. I mean, it is definitely the book to stay in. I remember, I mean, you talk about anxiety. I remember a time when uh, the boys were young, and I don't even think Natalie was around at that point, my girl. 
And Mario and I were struggling terribly in our marriage and uh, just so many problems. And we finally decided to go to a Christian counselor. Mm. Um, and we walked in three sessions and he told us to go home, file for divorce and wow. get it over with. Wow. And That's be we were anxiety shocked. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, talk about anxiety. Yeah. And both of us, I mean, just, um, you know. So I, we went home. I bawled myself mm -hmm. to sleep, um, woke up the next morning feeling anxious. What do I do now? A Christian counselor can't even help us. Yeah. And I picked up my Bible, which was my habit in the morning, and I opened it up and I thought, you know what, God? You say that you are my counselor. Well, I need you to counsel me. Mm. And it was the first time that I actually read the Bible with the purpose of digging out of there what I need to do to save my marriage and found that that experience helped me to understand that my Bible is not just a task yeah. to check off in the yeah. morning, but that this is where God speaks to us and, and grows us and corrects us. And it was amazing. And it, yeah. I think it helps us to get our eyes off ourselves. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of anxiety so comes true. because we get so obsessed with our situation and yeah. ourselves and our inability to handle life. Yeah. And in, the Bible does is it redirects us to God. Right. Mm -hmm. We think we have the power to fix all things, right? We don't even think about it. We jump in. Right. So we go to the Bible. We learn about who God is. We see his direction for our life. We see, for example, that God hates divorce. So right. we're not going to divorce, even though mm -hmm. the Christian counselor told us to. Uh, so we submit ourselves to the word of God. What about the women that are out there that are trying to read the Bible and they just are saying it's a drag or they're doing it and they're checking the box and they do it real fast and it's not having that kind of impact That's on their life. That's exactly it. They have to go to the Bible with the idea that God is going to speak to them. And I really think you have to start with uh, a prayer, Lord speak to me through your word. I think that's initially the first thing you need to do. Yeah, and you need to see it as a connection with God, yeah. that yeah. it's um, his way of, of becoming intimate with us. Um, I think we need to see it as something that um, is going to breed in our hearts and minds a greater love for God and a greater trust in God. And it's not knowledge, it's, it's really... Um, going to be about relationship, mm -hmm. yeah, right? Totally. We're building a relationship with God in, right. in God's word. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So we have a relationship with God that we develop as we learn about mm -hmm. him through the scripture, as we submit ourselves to his truth. Yeah. Um, you know, what about other good books out there that might help us to increase our trust in God, to elevate our view of God? There's a lot of good books okay. out there. Okay. Uh, how would you go about picking those books? What would you look for? Well, I think, again, we need to focus on books that show us who God is. Yeah. And for me, um, one of the life-changing books for seeing God in ways that help my anxiety is um, Daniel Chamberlain's book. It's called A Portrait of God. And it's actually um, a condensed version of um, Stephen Charnock's extensive study on the characters and the attributes and the essence of God. And it just was so revealing to me, I think, how little I knew about God. Mm. And um, he takes in depth, like, what is God's sovereignty to me? What is even mm -hmm. God's patience? Yeah. Yeah. You know, the fact that God is withholding... Um, what he could give to us, what we deserve, but he withholds that because he's so 
earnestly wants us to grow spiritually and how that translated to the anxiety I felt with my family, the fact that maybe they weren't growing spiritually the way that I think they should. They're making decisions that are spiritually unwise. And instead of being just realizing, wow, I need to have the patience that God has with me. Right. You know, and... um, That's good. Yeah, and helping me to realize that it's a process Mm. because anxiety, a lot of it, I think, comes from us feeling like things have to change today. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think think another source of anxiety comes from fear and and it's we get into fear about our circumstances and how are we going to fix these circumstances and the reason we have that fear is because we do not know the character of God right and the more we get to know who God is mm-hmm. the less fearful we are right you know we find mm-hmm. out that he's all knowing he knew the circumstances he allowed those circumstances into our lives because he has a purpose for yeah that. and fear comes from ignorance yeah most of the time exactly. we say people act out of fear because they act out of ignorance right and we have to stop you know this idea that we know enough about god right yeah so when we read those good books that are based on god's word right. and, and good scripture yeah good mm-hmm. scripture um it does help us to stop being so fearful, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and it's not yeah. just vague descriptions of God. It's yes. based on what God has revealed yes. in, in his word, right? Yeah, yeah. I know yeah. one of my favorites not is The fluff. Knowledge of the Holy by A.W. A. Tozer. Book. Little bite-sized chunks yeah, about different attributes mm-hmm. of God that help me when I'm stressed out or anxious or worried to remember who God is, yeah. and mm-hmm. then I can align my problems underneath the ginormous nature mm-hmm. of God mm-hmm. and just, you know, be relieved because I can trust in him yeah. knowing that as you have both said, he's yeah. sovereign, yeah. he's in control, he's kind, he's patient, he's loving, uh, he's above and beyond anything that mm-hmm. I could ever come up with. So, you know, yeah. submitting myself to him. Well, well and I yeah. love that you said bite-sized pieces because honestly, I think most people are afraid to pick up a book yeah. nowadays because it's one more uh, they feel obligation in their life. You right. know, you pick up a book, you start it, you have an obligation to finish it almost. Yeah. But the neat things about these books is that you can take one or two pages. Yes. You're going to get some serious meat, that those bite sizes of meat. Yeah. And the meat is what carries you through the day. It's not the milk or the fluff. That's right. Right. right? Because that's going to... In, in a few hours, is going to be gone. That's we right. need something that's going to carry us through yeah. the cares of the day, and the meat is what's going to do it. And to take it in that bite-sized piece, like you right. said, take where and, you can meditate on that throughout right. a couple the day. paragraphs or a couple pages. And apply it to your life. Yeah. You right. know, practice it. Totally. Um, any other book recommendations? My favorite book, I think, when I was um, younger, again, but it still sticks in my head, is uh, Knowing God by J.I. Packard. And Mm. that's another one Mm -hmm. where his writing is just beautiful, and it just introduces you to an intimacy with Mm -hmm. God that wasn't Mm -hmm. there prior. Intimacy is definitely the word. Yes. So learning about Mm -hmm. God, learning about his character, reading the Bible continually, listening for God's voice Mm -hmm. through the Bible, totally, uh, getting to know who he is through these good books. Uh, What about responding back to him, like talking to God Mm -hmm. in prayer? Is that going to help us with anxiety at all? Oh, it's it's an absolute. We have to be praying. That is our relationship. It would be like never talking to your parent or never talking to a friend. You know, we we have to be willing to spend that time hearing from God and and talking back to God and helping Him to understand what's going on with us. Of course, He already knows that, 
But sometimes even the process of that helps us and it relieves that anxiety. As soon as I start complaining about my issues, I start to relax and feel like, oh, he knows what I'm going through. He right. already has this figured out. Well, it's, you, you know, you said before he's our counselor. He is. You know, and how often we'll go, we'll pay big money to go to a counselor and pour yeah. our hearts out to a counselor. Yes. And have them give us feedback. Well, I hear you saying this. Yeah. You yeah. know, how much and better give to... give me your 99 exactly. 95. <laughs> right. And right. you have anxiety now because there's less money in your bank account. <laughs> totally. Right? But I, I think that we have to remember that God is our counselor. Yeah. And so often I've gone to friends and they, their first thing is, if they're a godly friend says, have you poured your heart out to God on this? Right. And yeah. I have to say yeah. no. Right. And when I do, there is a sense because God knows me intimately mm-hmm. that I have truly been heard. And yeah. there's so something so intrinsically valuable about feeling heard mm-hmm. when right. it comes yeah. to your anxiety. Yes. Yeah. And Even, again, it, it's the eyes on self. We get anxious because we're thinking we have to solve everything. Right. Yeah. Prayer helps yes. us to get our eyes off ourselves and onto Right. Right. And we get sometimes caught up with the prayer list, which is a great thing. Yeah. But I think there's that time where after you pour your heart out to God, which I've done in the Psalms over some maybe traumatic experiences in our family, where I just um, begin to really feel the presence of God mm-hmm. in a very real way, the comfort of God, mm-hmm. the, you know, I know exactly what's going on. And yet I still have control because at the end of the Psalms, there's always that recognition that God. Um, has a steadfast love, yeah. that he has mm-hmm. loving kindness towards me. And it's right. just that reassurance. Yeah. And I hear in that even, Sherry, what strikes me is that it takes time to do that. Yeah. And we have to be committed to right. that if right. we mm-hmm. want that relationship. If we want our anxiety gone, we mm-hmm. have to trade it off for what is better. And that is uh, our time with the Lord. Yeah. And it's, I always kind of crack up. It talks about having your quiet time. Yes. Well, I'm never quiet because I'm so busy telling <laughs> God what my needs are. Yeah. Right. <laughs> totally. You know, and there's that, that time that I'm learning to just say, what is it that I need to hear from you? You know, right. what is it that I'm doing wrong? Or what is it that I should be doing? Yeah. Or, you know, just how should I view it differently? Right. Totally. Yeah. So I, I think I've experienced the same thing you guys have experienced in prayer where you go to God, you're so anxious mm-hmm. and, you know, you just start pouring your heart mm-hmm. out to him and, you know, it does help you to adjust in your thinking, yeah. the way that you see your situation. Mm-hmm. It you it's realize... Just, it just um, slows you down. Yeah, yes. And then you get to the point also of where, you know, you're willing to say, God, what do you want mm-hmm. me to do here? Right? Yeah. You're it's, laying it out all on the table. Yeah. It is. It's, yeah. a, it's a more humble heart, I right. think. Right. You know, we kind of let go of the, I'm in charge of everything and yeah. begin to accept the fact that we're not. Right, totally. Mm-hmm. That God sees mm-hmm. the big picture. He right. knows what he wants us to do. Mm-hmm. He knows why we're yeah, feeling that exactly. anxiety. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we we just put ourselves in that position of dependence upon him, willing to be directed mm-hmm. by him. And, you know, he He relieves us. Yeah, of if that. he commands us not to be anxious, yeah. he is certainly going to relieve us. Yes. Well, even anxiety. you can, in my prayers, often say that, Lord, you, I'm anxious, but you tell me not to be anxious. Reveal to me what my source of anxiety is. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Because you do know that, and yeah. I'm open to hearing, and I need to hear it. Totally. This is really good for me to be hearing, girls. Oh, right. want to, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you going to pray a little differently tomorrow? <laughs> I am. I'm, right. I'm being uh, reminded yeah. of what I right. need to do. Yeah, yeah totally. And, you know, 
I think just being in that position where we say, you know, we have all these th- expectations that others have on us, that mm-hmm. we have on ourselves, mm-hmm. and we're saying, God, what do you want right. me to Absolutely. do? Yeah, what is your expectation? Yeah, and this. help me That makes to... me feel better just hearing you say that, yeah. Stephanie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah totally. Because, yeah, the next thing you know, I mean, when we're trying to please others, mm-hmm. please ourselves... I mean, we're we're a mess, we and are. God's probably looking down, going, "I never even called you to any." That's of that. right. so true. Exactly. It's so true. It's all uh, out of whack. Our yeah. perspective is so talking to mm-hmm. God, you know, pouring our heart out to Him, and then putting ourselves in that position where we say, "God, we're willing to do whatever mm-hmm. You want us yeah. to do." Mm-hmm. Reveal it to me. What about talking to other people? You know, talking to Christian friends, for example. Do you think Christian friends are useful in our life when it comes to anxiety and our need to trust in God more? Absolutely. I mean, some of my Christian friends have been the best at lifting those burdens off my shoulders. Every time, you know, we get into that situation where we just can't seem to be finding the the way out, the door of escape, you know, and you sit down with a Christian friend. Mm-hmm. If it's a good, godly friend who knows the Word of God well, I can count on her to have me redirected by the end of our cup of coffee together. Well, and I think Christian friends are very, very valuable in transparency. Right. I think a lot of times we feel like we have to um, put on a facade or a mask, you might say, of a spirituality that um, isn't really there. Yeah. And for us to be brutally honest sometime with a Christian friend about how we're struggling and how we're not trusting God and that we're letting our circumstances begin to seriously control our lives to where we're falling into sinful practices. Yeah. Um, it, it, there, sometimes there's that, yeah, me too, because you realize if she's going to be honest, she's been there. We yeah. have all been at places where um, anxiety has begun to just take over our lives. And we need to be able to be honest about that with somebody that we can trust who's going to um, be a yeah too. She's going to give you that encouragement, but she'll also kind of give you that spiritual slap in the face where exactly. you're like, thanks, I needed that. I needed to hear right. that. That's exactly I needed what I was to get thinking. perspective right. yeah. other than my own. You know, when right. I But think... you need both, right? Because you have people willing to always give you the exhortation, but they're never willing to give you the encouragement. Yeah. When I think back at the, the moments in life where my friends have really benefited me, it It usually is because I am being a bull, you know, Mm -hmm. and it is that um, kind of a spiritual mom saying, Mm -hmm. snap out of it, you know, and I need that so much. Yeah. I can get really carried away. So I don't have any Christian friends. How do I find Christian friends? How do I get Christian friends? What do I do here? That's a big question today. Yeah. I think you have to... Find people who love God's word. Mm-hmm. And because you're going to have a mutual love for learning and desiring to be more godlike. I mean, you're just going to have those basics there. You need somebody who um, wants to grow spiritually. And mm. I think you do that really by being in a good church and yeah. putting yourself out there. I know Absolutely. It's hard when you come to a new church or it's hard to get out of your comfort zone and meet new people. Yeah. Um, and someone said recently, I thought this was so good, is we need to see other women not as friends, but as sisters. Mm. Yeah. Because that. there's something about family mm-hmm. that even right. if they come and go, you always have family. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And yeah. Then there's not this friends sense like, oh, like I just family. lost a friend. I just invested all this time in her and we got to know each other at a place where we could be real and now she's gone. Right. And we just need to see them that that's how we are with sisters. Yeah. Sisters know us, they love us, they see us at our worst. 
Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And I, I, you know, the the family. I that one thing I've experienced with Christian sisters is that the reason I feel like they're sisters is because they're like minded. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and there's just such a um, an advantage that we have. So even like we were talking, how do you get to those Christian friends? And um, I love what you were saying, Sherry. We've got to be in church. We've got to be in a mm-hmm. good Bible mm-hmm. teaching church. Mm-hmm. And then honestly, I think one of the hardest things things for us is plug into a small group. It's hard for us. We're, we're going outside of our comfort zone, I think, when we, we do that, at least for some of us. And yet, if we can hang in there mm-hmm. and put in a couple of weeks, two or three weeks, we find that we start to get to know these women. You and have to start small. You can't yeah. expect too much at once. And I think having people in your home, right. there's just something, church is amazing. And it's awesome to go together and have this sense that we're spiritually growing together. But there's something about being in your home mm-hmm. where people feel they can be a little bit more vulnerable. They can be a little bit more transparent. They can kind of just let things hang out, sort yeah. of, right? And you get into conversations that you may never have really gotten into right. in a church setting. Yeah. All these things that we've talked about, um, being in our Bibles in a way where we're really listening for God to speak to us, Mm -hmm. you know, spending that time to be in good books so that we would learn about God's character, uh, talking to God in prayer, even developing these real Christian, good, godly Mm -hmm. friendships, they all take time. They do. And, you know, if we want to trust God, we've got to trust Him with our time. Right. And, right. And time means that you'll have connection. Yes. And a lot of anxiety comes from not having connection. Totally. Real connection. Yes. And speaking of time, are we out of time? We are out of time. We are out of time. (laughs) It goes quick. So we will continue in our next session. Thank you so much for listening. Please don't forget to subscribe, share, like, comment, even email us, wf at compasschurch.org, WF for Women in Faith, with topic suggestions or questions that you have. And I am really looking forward to the next time when we're going to talk about anxiety again, but anxiety that's really due to our own disobedience. So until then... 